My name is Sean Thomas, and I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great, or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, back in the building. Dr. Sean Thomas here. I just want to let you know about an awesome summer camp called Nori. Nori Summer Camp is a place to be. As one of the leaders in STEM education, Nori exposes young people to the ever-changing world of technology while showing both boys and girls how fun science and technology can truly be. For more information on how to be a part of this amazing program, visit www.nori.com forward slash summer for more information. Or you can email me directly, drshawn at bemoretoday.com for a discount code which gives you $100 off of your registration. Let's continue to show our kids how great we can be and we can be more together if we just continue to share the knowledge and share the love. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, back in the building. Dr. Sean Thomas here, episode 65 of the Be More Today show. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And folks, yes, springtime is here, almost on the verge of summer. So it's getting real nice now all around the world, right? I'm in New York, as you guys know. The weather's been nice. Schools are ending. My daughter got away from kindergarten. Life is great right now. And it's a fun time to be alive and it's to be here and I got to thank each and every one of you who've been following our show, Be More Today Show. We've been everywhere trending, now heard in 36 countries, moving everywhere with my book, the podcast, our workouts on YouTube, our challenges virtually on Strava. Uh, it's been really, really fun being out there and inspiring others to be the best version of themselves. So I applaud each and every one of you guys. Uh, continue to follow us if you haven't liked us or subscribed to any of our platforms. Please do so. Your likes and subscriptions are not overlooked. We appreciate every single view, every single uh, uh, email we get from you guys. I really appreciate all of it. My quote from today is very, very simple. It's by uh, Goodell Fenster. And it says, the more we let go, the more energy we will have. Most exhaustion is coming from accumulated events that were never surrendered. Folks, I got to tell you, uh, coming out of COVID-19, it feels better now, uh, but if you were someone who was either a frontline worker or you were out there doing work, um, going out every single day, or even at Zoom uh, or on Zoom, it was tough, right? It was tough, uh, especially in my profession, doing all we were doing with taking temperature checks. And and now we were advertising for our own clinics. We were going out there and still treating. We were doing telehealth at the same time. We were doing a number of things, and it was exhausting. 
having us to furlough so many of our staff members and then uh, bring it down to bare bones with just therapists and we may want maybe a front office, maybe even not. Just having to hold that office down during COVID-19 was exhausting. Um, I'm grateful that we came out of it. But it made me think about a lot of different things in terms of, well, what would the future be like in terms of I, if I were to go out on my own and do my own thing? And I've always had that thought in my mind, but never really thought about, you know, the steps I would take to get there. I have a, a couple of friends who've done that. And a number of you, actually, my, my listeners have said, yo, do your own thing. What are you doing? Come on, let's get this going. And there's a little bit of fear involved, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of naivety also involved, and, and just the knowledge base of what it would mean to be a business and move that thing forward. And my guest on the show today embodies that. He is the epitome of taking all the things that we've been doing and finding an easier way to get these things done, to make it less exhausting uh, for you as a person, you as an owner, you as a provider. And his name is Jamie Schreier. Now, Dr. Jamie Schreier, PT, is a physical therapist like myself, so I'm glad to have him on the show. He's a former private practice owner, and author of the Practice Freedom Method and founder of Practice Freedom U, a company solely focused on helping physical therapists build highly profitable practices while living the life they deserve. After growing and then successfully selling his PT business for a substantial multiple, Jamie began teaching practice owners his proven business building methodology to generate consistently more referrals, hiring amazing staff, and being able to work less while making more. He has helped hundreds of private practice owners successfully grow their business, achieving financially, prosperity, and having their freedom, despite today's unpredictable and ever-changing times. And I found out, friend, that he's a good friend of my friend, Gregory Peters from Choke Rosemary Hall, you know forever true to Golden Blue. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage my new friend and a fellow DPT, Jamie Schreier. Jamie, what's going on? <laughs> hey, Sean. Uh, appreciate being invited on the show. That, that was one of the most passionate, energetic intros I, I've ever heard. So uh, thank you so much. I, I love it. Love the quote, too. No problem, Jamie. I'm glad to have you on the show. I know you and I connected a little bit earlier uh, this month, but you know, I was going through your website and looking at your content and recognized that what you're doing is incredible. And I had to have you on the show um, just to share with others, and even with myself, um, some of the nuggets that you've been sharing with, with other people who are looking to go out there and venture on their own. There's a certain mindset that comes to this thing that that is also in, in terms of sports and in terms of life, right? This mindset of really going out there and making your craft the best, honing your craft and making it easy for you to go out there and be great, but to also make sure that you're successful at it. And you know, as a father, as a husband, as someone who has been doing this now for 10 years, you know, I'm recognizing that I don't know if I can keep up with this, this pace for another 10, 15 years, um, especially with the office that I work at and the company that I work for and where we are now in terms of healthcare, you know, volume is, is money. And, you know, there's so many more things that we noticed that coming out of COVID-19 that are more important, I think, than just getting that grind in. And I wanted to bring you on because, Practice Freedom University is something that I am interested in. I think a lot of other people who are in this field of PT would be as well. So can you share with us what inspired you to start Practice Freedom University and what is it exactly? Soccer. Soccer inspired me to do it. I was where you were, Sean, um, but I wasn't 10 years out. I was five years out, right? 
graduated in, in 95, around 2000, I was going through some of the things that you're talking about, which I'm sure a lot of listeners uh, are experiencing or have experienced, is my hours at the office were getting more. The stress and the pressure of, 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 of treating was getting, was getting more. Um, the expectations from the people I was working for was getting more. And I wasn't, I enjoyed working with patients. That was never the issue, but I wasn't fulfilling what I was about or what I thought I was about or what I envisioned of what, of where I would be five years, six years out of school. And what I began to realize is that, you know what? I want to be there. I didn't have kids yet, um, but I was I was engaged and, and about to be married. I wanted to attend soccer games. I wanted to be there for family events. I wanted to be able to take vacations without being told when and how I can take it in what days. I didn't have that ability working for someone. Right. I was on their schedule. They were paying me a salary and my job was was to work. So that's what really inspired me because I felt like there was more to me. And you, you mentioned something that I think is the biggest thing in all of us is fear, right? The fear of what if, like, what if people don't come in? What if, like, where am I going to get the money from? And, you know, what if that and what if this? And I realized, well, what if I don't? And the, and the fear of staying where I was, I worked for a fine company and nothing wrong with the company, but I'm not a company person. There's more to me. There's more I want to explore. There's, I want to spread my wings. So that was my motivation to do it. Um, and then, of course, I can go through that experience, too. We can talk about that. Once I did do it. I had a couple of awakenings as well once I actually started my practice. But that was my, my, my motivation of doing it is I just felt like there was more to me and I wanted to have control of my own future and not have it dictated by someone else. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I hear that. I think a lot of my listeners who are uh, not just in PT practice, but in, 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 in healthcare who want to go out and do something on their own, whether it be MD or PT, they also experience that, that same kind of feeling of, I'm putting in a lot of work <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't always show. And, and, and I know that I'm more than, than what my, what, what I'm, what I'm getting back from, from putting that, that time and effort into it. Um, so you started this thing called practice Premium university. Um, what is it exactly? And, and, and how is it helping to change the mindset of people who are now trying to go into doing their own practices? So simply Practice Freedom University or Practice Freedom U is really about helping practice owners um, build and grow their business, which includes making more money, which is an okay thing, Sean. It's okay to make more money because really what you're doing is you're able to impact and serve more people. But do it in a way that you're not trading time for money. You're not getting paid per hour for the work that you're doing, but building a business where you have other people, a team of people that are delivering services so you can actually get paid without actually sacrificing every hour of the day. 
So you can live your best life, have the lifestyle you want, not miss the soccer games, not miss the events, go away and feel good about it and come back and realize the place is still there. What we do is we help practice owners go down that road and help guide them to having that kind of success of what they term practice freedom, which for most people, it's having the control over their financial outcome, having the control over their time, and having the control over the purpose to deliver the, the, the services, deliver, in this case, physical therapy in the way that they want to. So they're not sacrificing any of those things. That's what we do. That's incredible. You know, I, I as someone who is on the cusp now of, of possibly contemplating um, private practice. I know there are a lot of feelings that I have in terms of fear, anxiety, um, not knowing if people are going to come in, uh, not knowing if I can handle all of the marketing and treatment, you know, where to start a practice, uh, uh, what that would mean in terms of, you know, my clientele now and what a conflict with who I'm working with, with my, my company now and all these different things that I'm sure a number of my colleagues have thought about um, who have not gone out. And I have some friends who actually have gone out and done their own things and are very, very successful. Um, you mentioned in, 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 in our conversation about a mindset. Um, and with today's mindset, today's culture, there is a concept of, of wanting to go out there and be the best and do certain things. But when it comes to business, I know a lot of PTs, we're not taught that. We're not taught any of those things in school. We're just taught about clinical, clinical, clinical. We have some classes on billing, right? But when you go out there <laughs> and you know, when you go out there, it's like, you know, you, you're, it's, it's, it's trial by fire. You're learning things on the fly. And the business aspect of it, which I know now, but did not know five years ago, is something that a lot of us are just slowly getting into. Or when we do get into it, it's 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 a very piecemeal kind of, well, you figure these things out this way and that way. Um, what are your What's your advice for the mindset that you have to be in for someone who does want to go into private practice and some of the hurdles that you probably experienced when you did yeah. go in that route? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I, I think that the mindset is a couple of things. I think um, I know this was true for me and, and, and so many people I've spoken to over the years. I, I think the mindset for most people that go into business is to get away from something. That's where it starts. Like, I want to get away from, you know, doing this type of care. I want to get away from only making X number of dollars. I want to get away from a bad boss. Um, so you're kind of wanting to leave a situation that you're not totally happy. What it really turns into, and this is the reframe of the mindset and something that we, we obviously teach, that I teach, is the idea of what impact do you want to make? Everyone said the exact same thing when they were interviewed going to school. What do you, what do you want to come to school for? I want to help people. That's what we say. But everything that you just described to me, Sean, and I'm going to use you as an example because it's a typical response. Everything you just described to me had nothing to do with helping people. Everything you described to me was about you, your fears, your worries, your inabilities. It wasn't about the impact that you want to make and being inspired by that, having a passion that I will figure this out. There are plenty of people that if I get the right help and the right assistance, there's not a lack of people that need our services. Are you kidding me? There's billions of people on this planet that could benefit and want our services. Now, are there particular ways and know-hows? Of course, there's always that. 
But when you start focusing truly on the impact you want to make with others, then that will help elevate you to what you have to do. Who do you have to become to be able to deliver that kind of service? And you said you said it perfectly. They don't teach us in school. That's not what school is. School's designed to help you pass the boards. That's it. You pass the boards, you get a license, you're safe to treat people. It's not designed for all this other stuff, but still a good percentage of us have this burning desire to want to do things our way, to be that entrepreneur, even if we don't think of ourselves like that, to do things the way we see it in our mind. And I've never met somebody who wanted to do it, who was willing to learn, because of course, if you don't have the training, that wasn't successful. It's not like there's a lack of market out there. So the only fear in all of this is really the fear and the worries that is being created by us um, of the lack of confidence we think we have. You just talked about a couple of friends of yours that went out that were successful. Are do you think you just you created a podcast out of nothing? Do you have a few people following you? Are you in a, a few countries? 36. Where was the fear then? I'm sure there were some, but what you wanted to do, the impact you want to make using this medium was much greater than the fear which caused you to take action. When that desire is greater than the situation that you have now, you will move and take action. And it's different for everybody. I mean, I can tell you right now, there's no doubt in my mind, you would be amazing. But we got to get clear on what we're doing, who we want to help, why we're doing this, because that's what keeps us in. If not, it comes it comes to another job, except the job you're just working for yourself. Right. And, and, and that's not necessarily what people want either. So that's the mindset between the two situations of initially wanting to get away from a situation versus once you're in business, wanting to make an impact and then determining. So what would that mean? Because we get caught up, Sean, in our heads of all of the how to. Well, how do I do that? Well, what do I do? Do I hire a lawyer? Look, that's been done a billion times. It's all out there. And there's people that can help you. There's Google. Like there's lots of things you have at your disposal. The only thing that you have to do, and I'll just play with you for a second, is just make a decision. You see, once you make a decision, you'll start figuring out what to do. If you didn't make a decision clearly that you wanted to go to school, PT school, you would have then figured out what courses you needed what extracurricular you needed and all that. The minute you decided, you started researching and you started focusing and I guaranteed then all of a sudden you were like, oh, I didn't realize you're a therapist. Oh, I didn't realize you owned that. And you started reaching out and getting mentors and things started to become clear. It was all after you decided this is what I want and nothing else mattered. Same thing with business. And I think we get scared because we feel like we don't know what we're doing. Well, you know what? A lot of us don't know what we're doing, but that's the journey. That's the fun part. You'll learn. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's 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 a that's a lot of words right there <laughs> that I just received. And and I I think that you hit the nail around the head for multiple things. Um, 
the decision is it needs to be done, you know, and I think a lot of people are in that same boat as me, where they're they're depending on where they live, you know, New York is a little different than most places because it's so concentrated. But even that is a decision to say, you know what, although it's concentrated, I can still go out there and do it. Um, and, Eight and, million you know, people. I think yeah. there's a, a small handful that would love to get help by you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great quote. I know you like quotes, right? One quote is, if your dream is big enough, the facts don't matter. Which means is, if what you want is important to you enough, then all the how-tos really doesn't matter. You'll figure it out. Yeah. If it's not important enough to you and what your situation now is greater combined with that fear, then you know what? That's cool. Just accept that. The biggest problem we have, and I can go into what stress and frustration and overwhelm is, is when you're in the purgatory, you're in the, you're not in this, but you're not here. That is the most frustrating and 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 worst place to be because there isn't a decision made. You're not on either side, you're right in the middle. Right, right. That's the hard part, a hard place to be in. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um so, Jamie, you know, given all you've said, um, there are people who are actually going out there and doing these things, right? They're starting their own businesses. They're, they're taking that leap. They made that decision. They're going out there and doing these things. What are some of the things that that we need to know, that people need to know to keep their businesses growing? Because I think a lot of people, even during COVID-19, have started new things. They started businesses and, and they flopped, right? They just either got outbought or... They didn't recognize that the amount of time that they put into it wasn't sufficient enough or their staffing was off or what have you. Um, and with all the things just geared towards PT, right? Competition, uh, reimbursements that are always declining, that are changing third party parties with, with insurances that change literally every single day, right? What, what are some of the things that we would need to know, people need to know to make sure that they continue to grow once they make that decision to go out there and, and yeah. do that thing? How so let me give let me give let me give everyone some specific things to, to to think about. First of all, the the challenges that you just said, um, except for the pandemic itself, but you talk about reimbursement issues, you talk about competition issues, you talk about um, the, the, the changes in Medicare and legalities. These aren't new. I mean, I've been doing this twenty five plus years. It's the same stuff we were talking about when I got out of school. So this. This doesn't change. Now, the specifics will change. You know, the details will change. But these are always things that are in every business that are always evolving. So that is something that's always going to be there. But the first place you want to start is with your vision. Vision, vision, vision. And I'm not talking about a vision statement. I'm not talking about taking a course and getting some contrived vision statement that you read and think that someone's going to give you an A+. plus. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about something that's inspiring to you. I'm talking about something that means something to you. I'm not just talking about putting a number. I want to make $200,000, which is part of your vision, and that, which is fine. I want, to talk, I want you to know, but why is the $200,000? What is it doing for you and your family and your stability and your peace of mind? Like really diving in, what is it that you want? How does this picture look to you? It could be locations. It could be number of therapists. It could be the type of service and the model you have, cash-based, hybrid, insurance-based. See, we all have an image in our mind, but so much of that has been 
I don't know, crapped on, influenced by maybe not the best influences. And we start to lose confidence. We start to lose it. Maybe that's not the right thing to do. Well, if it's what you believe and what you want, then it's the right thing to do because how to achieve that is the next journey. But the how to achieve it can't come before the destination. When was the last time I know it's COVID, but when was the last time you took a vacation? Like you went somewhere with you and the family. We're actually going somewhere next week. <laughs> so okay. yeah, it's been about a year and a half. Then we're going somewhere next week. What you did, where are you going? Do you mind sharing? It's, it's most like a family trip, to be honest, but we'll be going like like a big trip in probably in August. But where are you going next week? Where's the destination? Uh, New England. Okay. And you said you're married, right? Yes. What if you told your wife we're going on a trip, but you didn't tell her where? Yeah, what no. <laughs> Could be a fight, actually. <laughs> Lots of questions. Would there be confusion? Absolutely. Okay. Would she know how to pack and prepare? Not at all. Would she know to get plane tickets, train tickets, or just make sure the gas tank's filled up? Yeah, all, all three. Okay. No. So without a vision, it's like taking a trip and not sure where you're headed. Mm-hmm. So, so many of us are trying to work and work and work. We're packing, we're packing, we're doing all these things in our businesses, but we don't really know the destination. We don't know what we're trying to accomplish. So then we just end up somewhere. And of course, we already feel bad about ourselves. So we just justify how, yeah, this is where I was meant to be. And you're like, oh my God, this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. So that's what the vision means to me. It's a destination and your vision may change. So start out with a year. You don't have to go three, five, 10 years from now. Start out with one year, one year from today. If you and I were having this conversation again, which I hope we do. And I was like, Sean, tell me where you are. And you describe that. That's your vision. Now, whether you get there or not really doesn't matter. And that's one of the fears we have is actually saying it and being accountable and then feeling like a failure if we don't get to it. Getting there is not really the goal. The goal is knowing where we're going so that you can be clear on your decision making. You can be clear on your hiring. You can be clear on the processes that you put in. You could be clear on the referral sources and the referral people that you reach out to. It provides a level of clarity to you and the people that you start bringing on your team. Without that clarity, it creates confusion. And there's a great saying that we have in our business, which is confused people don't. And the don't means they're not productive. They don't do well. They, they don't act as, as successful as they could. Anytime there's confusion, you're going to have a problem. That vision creates clarity. This whole business is about clarity, starting with you, the owner. So it starts with vision. Then you want to move into values. The values, I never, I, I didn't pay attention to stuff when I was younger. I was so naive and ego. The values are the guiding principles of what you believe about the work that you're doing. What do you believe about it? Do you believe in quality? Do you believe in integrity? Do you believe in accountability? If so, why? Why are those values important to you and not the 50 million other values that are out there? And I don't mean values that sit on a rock outside your company because most people don't pay attention to them. I mean the values that are help guiding you and guiding your employees when you're not even there. So the vision and the values help start to build the framework. 
And then you start focusing on, okay, well, who do you want to serve? Who is the people you want to impact? Because if your answer is, well, I can help everyone. Well, yeah, you probably can with your skills, but you can't market to everyone. We need to identify your avatar, your ideal target audience, so we can get clear on eventually when we put the marketing plan together. And then the third thing that we that we teach on this roadmap to practice freedom is something that people don't even address, which is key. And that is your time, your own time management. How are you going to manage your time? What is your schedule going to look like? How are you going to put together your, like if you're brand new, a patient schedule? But then how are you going to have time to market? How are you going to have time to hire? See, most of us don't think of that so what happens is we just start giving away our time, giving away our time. Next, you know, we're working 60 hours a week. Well, it takes effort to get a business going, but eventually you working 60 hours a week and burning yourself out will not go well for your business. So understanding time management uh, principles is huge. And then, understand, um, and I'll pause here for a minute, but then really diving into the organization of your business really looking at, well, who do you need to be a part of this? Which again, goes back to your vision because your vision will determine the people that you need and then starting to put in some processes and some of those strategies. Mm -hmm. So that's like the initial components of it. And then we get into you know marketing and stuff, but marketing doesn't come until those things are addressed. Because again, if you're not sure on the target audience you're marketing, then who are you marketing to? So anyways, I can dive in a lot of that stuff, but really those first components, every person that comes into our group, we start right back on the foundation, which is what is this about for you? And it's amazing how unclear people are, but then how clear they come and how much easier it is for them to be able to make decisions that before they just really didn't know what to do. And then they start moving their business forward. Wow. You know, Jamie, I really appreciate your passion for this. Um, you know, there, there are people that I've met in my 10 years of working that you can tell, that, you know, they're, they're, they're not as transparent. They're kind of service level. They, they are really in this, not so much for the passion of trying to help people at all, but more just for the dollar. Um, and you can even see it in the way that they interact with their staff and even with their patients. But for you, I can even tell them, I, I've never even seen you treat anyone or pick up a goniamer at all. But I, I can tell that the passion you have that you share, even in talking about this, is, is bigger than just helping people. It, it's, it's really helping the world. And it's really trying to make sure that even the people who are helping people can help themselves and still give back without giving their entire being to the profession or to the craft. And um, I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, you know, so you're, you're, Vanessa, who I, I interacted with when talking to you, had mentioned uh, seven steps to a seven-figure practice. Is that is that something that you talk about in your book? And if so, do you mind sharing what some of those steps would be? Yeah. So um, in, in the book, The Practice Freedom Method, uh, which was really a culmination of my journey from the decision I made of, okay, I want to build a business that actually can run without me working 24-7 in it. That's all I wanted because I was missing soccer games, I was missing family stuff, I was depressed, I was anxious, and all of that. So there's lots of principles in the book. Um, the specific seven steps really um, talk about first, the foundation of your business. I mentioned vision, I mentioned um, values, 
Um, that's, I mean, that would put you light years ahead. And then looking at really your personal branding and your personal branding starts with the audience, really defining the audience that you want to serve. And I love using that word serve. You want to impact because it is ultimately all about them. Because if you help enough people, Zig Ziglar said this, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get everything you want. So really identifying who that audience is. And then the next step is really, um, uh, uh, we call it time mastery, identifying your time. How do you utilize your time? Um, I think one of the greatest tools out there is a calendar. I use my calendar. All I know is I look at my calendar, I follow what's on there. So that's how I prioritize what's important to me and where I need to focus my time and where my team needs to focus. So really understanding that time and then diving into your um, organization, what your organization board looks like, um, creating SOPs. SOPs are uh, standard operating procedures, systems and processes. Uh, That's a core principle under this area of of management. Um, Hiring. Um, the, the simplest thing to do is hire good people, train them well, and get the heck out of the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where that whole uh, management aspect comes in. And then the other um, uh, step, number five, is financial mastery. Really understanding your metrics, understanding your KPIs. Everybody needs to be a data-driven business. It doesn't mean it's all about the money. It doesn't mean you got to be a, a, a bean counter nerd. It means you need to be responsible. And the way that you're responsible of what your business needs is based on what are your metrics? What are the things you're measuring that are important to you to know how healthy your business is? So that's financial mastery. The next one is one of my favorites, patient delight. Patient delight is all about the customer journey. What is the experience that you want to provide your customer, your client, your patient? Again, we don't look at it like that. But when you do, there's things that you can do to not just create a a great experience, but to intentionally create referrals from that and raving fans, which is word of mouth marketing. And then the last one is relationship marketing. This is the cornerstone of how we market our businesses. We we are specialists. All of us are specialists, no matter what. Specialists are referred to. Even if you do online digital marketing, it's still ultimately you're asking someone about somebody. The best way, the, the number one way you want to start building your business is building your relationship, your referral network. And referral networks are simply built by relationships. And all of us are capable of building and deepening and cultivating relationships. Not wham, bam, thank you, ma'am stuff, but real genuine stuff. And when you do that, you will generate referrals again and again and again, which will then help position your business to take advantage of some digital marketing, take advantage of SEO. But without that core network within your community, it just falls short. Those are, well, there's more than seven, seven steps, but the seven principles are the foundation, the personal branding, the time, time, uh, uh, time mastery, um, um, uh, management, uh, financial mastery, uh, patient delight, relationship marketing. 
Amazing. You know, it, it's funny because a lot of the principles that you shared, um, I think a lot of us know, but don't know how to do all those things effectively, yeah, efficiently, and without feeling like you're 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 doing so many things that it's almost like it's unbearable, like it's almost like overwhelming, right? In addition to treating at the same time and 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 trying to figure out whatever methodology you're going to use to get those things done. Um, to me, sometimes it almost feels, uh, I mean, I don't get stressed, but in these situations, I, yeah, I, I've been stressed trying to figure out, you know, how to juggle all these things. And especially during COVID-19, I think that was really the, 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 the season where, you know, it almost felt like each of us now, now I'm talking about people who I work with and friends mm-hmm. of mine in, in various, uh, different, different states who are all PTs. You know, because we were down to bare bones, it felt like yes, everyone for a moment was having their own private practice experience, where they were having to do everything. You were still doing KPIs, you were still doing your marketing, you were still answering phones, you were still treating people, you were still doing things telehealth, etc. Um, shout out to Better PT. Uh, but you know, all those things happened, and and for a moment, it really felt like you were, or each of us were, you know, doing our own practice. And it was it was stressful. It, it was hard. It was overwhelming. Um, and there were times where I literally felt like, man, I, you know, I, I would come home. My wife would be like, "You're exhausted." I'm like, "Yes, I'm exhausted." And I'm seeing less people, and we're exhausted. So the concept of seeing more people, you know, on your own, I think was had and has been daunting to many people who don't know what that journey looks like. But the way you explain it just now makes it seem like it's very, very doable. It makes it seem like it's almost something that everyone should at least try to do. Um, but I think, like you said, having that mindset of, of, of knowing what to do and being able to follow those principles in an yeah. effective manner is, is what a lot of us are missing and, and including myself. And, um, you've actually inspired me to, to potentially look more or to dive deeper into this option, um, that I've been kind of ducking from, from a while. I, but- achieve, I achieved my purpose because, <laughs> you know, one thing, one thing that we all need you know, we all just need to be inspired and instilled some confidence that we can do this. And, you know, I went through this journey. I mean, I, I was going through the worst of the worst on so many aspects when I was in business that I went on a nine year journey. And my journey was investing of how do I do this? And I made so many mistakes. I, I had so many problems. I had a, a fire that burnt down my clinic. I was investigated by the Department of Labor. I uh, was investigated by my own state chapter because one of my therapists was allegedly improperly in touch to patient who was arrested and taken out in handcuffs. Like all of these things were happening to me. And I started to learn the true elements of how to actually build a business without making it so darn complicated. So when I created Practice Freedom U, I didn't want something overly complicated. I'm not here to try to impress you with how much I know. I wanted to make it where you felt like, oh, my God, I can do this. This this works. And yes, there's deeper elements to everything. But the basis of what we're doing is serving other people, making sure that we hire good people, that we that we help them become successful. We try to get away from this mindset of being everything to everybody. We're kind to ourselves. We're financially uh, solvent. I mean, these are basic principles of any business. But when you learn them with never learning them before, because if we've never had them, they can seem daunting. But when you're actually doing them 
and you're guided through them, we all are doing this already. It's just not organized and clear and intentional and conscious yet. But we all do relationships. We ask questions. We, we, we look at numbers in our own job or our business. We develop relationships and communication with referral sources. We have a picture of what we want. I mean, we've done these things in our lives. It's about putting together around what I believe is the greatest thing you'll ever do is build a business the way you want that will impact hundreds and thousands of people and provide you with not only the life that you want now, the lifestyle that you want for you and your family, but also build an asset that's going to be worth a fortune when you sell it one day. That's the key. You're building a true business that will get a bigger multiple than anything in the world you can invest in. That's not for everyone. Not everyone has that desire. But there's so many people like yourself that do. And I feel the way I can make an impact is inspire you to take action because there's people out there that aren't going anywhere, that aren't seeing anyone, or maybe going to someone, or maybe going online and typing in whatever your specialty is, like back pain Google. But then all of a sudden you come about and they connect with you. And then you change their lives mm-hmm. and the people around them. That's why I do this. Yeah. yeah. If we talk again, we're going to have a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I hope anyway. <laughs> Jamie, you, you've inspired me. And I, I think that's what Be More Say is all, all about, really just trying to make sure that people are showcased. And I, I like always using the term ordinary people doing extraordinary things. You are definitely one of them. And, you know, Be More Today is, is my baby. It's my it's my way of, of mentoring and, and sharing um, fitness information along with health tips for the world in terms of YouTube and, and the podcast. But we always bring people on to share what Be More Today means to them. And I ask everybody on the show um, the same thing, because Be More Today can mean many things to many, many people. Um, so, Dr. Schreier, you are number 65 on the show. Um, when you hear the phrase Be More Today, what does that phrase mean to you? One of our core principles, things I believe in, one of our core values is authenticity. And authenticity is defined as the you that you could be if you could just be you. Hmm. Yeah. Be more today is about be more you, be the you that you could be if you could just be you. Listen, if you had someone that you were talking to right now and you said, you know what? And they said to you, I want to start my own practice. What's the first thing they should start to do to, to, to begin this journey? Um, because you mentioned a lot of things about the values and about what it takes to get there. But for those who are ready to get there and they don't know what the first step would be, right? Either they're working in a clinic that they've been working for years or working in a hospital for the longest time. Maybe they're a new grad who's super ambitious and they want to get out there and do something crazy. Or they've been they're tenured and they're like, you know what? I'm ready for that change. What's the first step they need to do to make sure that they can take these steps to get to your seven so, so I have two answers of that because one is what I would do and the other is more technical. So what I would do if I wanted to start a business, and I did this with this business after, after I sold the PT business, 
is I would sit down and start writing out. You can Google business plan, but I don't even talk about that because that can get all complicated. Just sit down and write out what this business is about. What is it about? What, I mean, you're starting to craft that vision a year from now. What is it that you want? What is the people you're going to treat? Because that's going to determine the location you get. If you want to treat athletes and you want to do a cash-based service, you might be searching for gyms to work out of versus I want to have, you know, two locations and 10 therapists. Um, that's probably not going to be a gym model. So think about all of this stuff because that's going to determine then where you start to look of spacing, which is, again, more technical, uh, creating a company, right? Asking a lawyer. I mean, it's fairly simple. It's not that complicated. Creating an LLC, be legitimate. Um, what the name of the company is, um, getting the URL for that name. So some of those types of things, if you're going to be insurance, then you have to look at, well, what insurance is you going to accept? And then, of course, going through that application process. If you're not, you got to start exploring, well, is this going to be you know, program-based? Is this going to be packages-based? What package are you going to provide? A lot of those questions become easier when you can articulate to those people that can help you what is it that you see? What is it that you want? And then finding the people that can help you with these particular things. The one thing you don't ever have to worry about is trying to do this all on your own. There's a, there's a, there's a great saying, the who, not how. How is, how can I do it? Who is, who can help me do it? Getting the, I, getting the mindset of who can help you do this allows you to open up to find the lawyer, the accountant, the bookkeeper, the person to find you space and all those types of things. So for me, what I tell people when they ask me that, I say, just pause for a little bit. Just start writing down what you see one year from today, identifying your audience, how you want to do it, how you see it. And then from there, start putting some of the, the business you know, practices together. But ultimately, what are we doing? We're treating people billing for it, collecting for it, providing great service so they tell someone else. It's really what we're doing. It gets complicated when we start hiring people. Right now, you don't have anybody. Don't ever complicate it. But get clear on what this is going to become. That's my short, long answer. Yeah, no, no. Where is to live by? Where is to live by? Listen, Jamie, any, any final tips you want to share with um aspiring owners, people who want to know more about Practice Freedom U or what the curriculum is when they, they do contact you about any of the things or even your book. Sure, sure. If, if you want to know more, more about me, you can go to practicefreedomu, the letter U.com. Um, we have resources on there. I write tons of stuff. You can follow me if you'd like. Uh, you can download my book. It's, it's my real book. Um, it's not just an ebook. It's a live book too. Um, you can download it um, at no charge. Uh, lots of stuff in there. If you'd like a paper copy, I'm a paper copy kind of guy. You can go to Amazon if you'd like to get it there. Um, you know, other than that, if you'd like to set up a time, if you're like, you know, I'd, I'd like to kind of talk some things out and see if if what we do at Practice Freedom U and some of our programs um, are right for you, um, we're happy to set up a call. Uh, we just have you fill out. Uh, some information and we and we get on a call and, and kind of discuss that. That'd be practicefreedomu.com slash discovery and, and happy to do that. Awesome. Awesome. 
Dr. Schreier, thank you so much for being a guest on Be More Today's show. Episode 65 is all thanks to you. You've inspired me more than you know. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk. Um, you know, I, I think the I said I wait till I, I felt comfortable enough and, and had a following. And I think everyone who I've ever treated or you've spoken to was like, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing this yet? Your following is insane. If you ever left, I'd leave with you. You know, I hear that all the, all the time. So, you know, it, it'd be good for me and you just to have a conversation, you know, offline and talk about these. But for all the listeners out there who are also in that boat, that same boat of just trying to figure out what they want to do, where they want to go, what they need to do to get to that next step. I'm, I'm glad that Jamie really showcased those things for us today and, and, and took us through the steps of what it takes to get past the fear, make that decision, be in the mindset to get there and really push forward to be to be all we want to do, treating people still, providing great services, and still being able to go to our soccer game. So Dr. Jamie, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Sean. And folks, continue to follow us. We're everywhere, right? BeMoreSay.com for my book, our podcast information. Uh, actually, I went on Dr. Schreier's uh, website and downloaded my copy of the book. So go on that site, Practice Freedom You, and get your book as well. And for those who are still following us on other platforms, continue to like us, subscribe. We appreciate all the love and support we're getting from you guys always. As always, my boy T. Farrell has his podcast, the Worst Flight Podcast, every single Wednesday. And now Tuesday night, he has a show on there as well. So check him out on YouTube. And as I always say, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps of greatness to be the best version of you. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace.